0: Hello all and welcome to the Heel Turn Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Jackson Jr. And look, I'm not pissed off. I'm not angry. I'm in I'm in a good mood today. Cause look, I saw some good wrestling. I, uh, obviously, nobody can get 100 percent We still gonna talk shit. We still gonna go crazy, but it's this we, we gotta we gotta go from the top. We gotta work our way down because this is this was a good this was a good Wednesday night. I can't say anything about Tuesday. You can go check that out on Devin's NXT review. That was posted this morning. So be on the lookout for that. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts right now. But look, CM Punk started off the show going up against Max Caster. Now look, Max Caster, usually he has a rap. He has some bars. He's usually flame. But look, he came in there and he said something along the lines of uh, CM Punk's movies is the only way he can go to sleep. And I was like, that's crazy. That's hard. Because... He didn't go to sleep in this match. He actually tapped out. Yeah, he got choked out. That's pretty much what happened. Max Caster. He didn't go to sleep, but he showed it. Tap out mighty quick. Max Caster lost to CM Punk. CM Punk threw on that Attakon device and look. That's that's pretty much all it takes. He did it last week to Cash. To Cash. Uh. uh to not Cash. To Dax Harwood. Wrong guy. So I mean, we're expecting this from CM Punk. Tony Schiavone asks, "Hey, bro, you did that gesture with your with your waist." What does that mean? And CM Punk was like, "Come on now, Tony, you know you stop playing with me." Like he was like, "I want to be champion." He said, "I'm either gonna fight Hangman Page or I'm gonna fight Adam Cole, but either way, I'm gonna be world champion." And I like that because look, he's been on, he's been in the E.W. for the longest. He's had this long build up. Adam, not Adam Cole, Brian Danielson. He came in fighting for the title right off the bat. Like he came in here, I want to kick people's heads in. And I'm gonna start with this champion right here. He went from Kenny Omega, then he went to uh Hangman hey Page. Like he didn't he didn't care. He didn't wanna climb up in the rankings. Now he is. Now he's doing that. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But it's been it's been pretty crazy. I like the ride I'm seeing from CM Punk. And so he's up next for the title contention, and I can't wait to see. Uh Dax and uh Dax and Cash, FTR, MJF, and Mark Sterling were backstage, and they was just talking about wow, Warlow. There's Warlow's posters Saying he shouldn't be here He's banned from the premises And all this other stuff But uh, Dax said look Well we're still friends with Warlow So You know it is what it is Like that's whatever y'all got going on That's between y'all Don't put Don't, don't put us in between this Because Warlow's our boy Then MJF was like Well I ain't gonna lie to y'all Warlow been talking shit about y'all And the pinnacle's always on top You know we got I got y'all I got y'all Y'all got me Let's get it together Happily <laughs> You know so uh, after that, John Moxley went up against Jay Lethal. And here's, here's where, like, this was bittersweet. Because I hear nothing but great things about Jay Lethal. I just got into wrestling w- what? I've been a wrestling fan my whole... I've been a WWE fan my whole life. I've been a wrestling fan for at least, what, going on uh, some years now. So... I think, it's, I think it's really crazy that I hear all these great Jay Lethal stories. I've only seen probably a handful of his matches. So I know he is really good, but I don't know how great. I haven't seen his career from a full length to know how great he is. and So to see him in AEW and every time he's on TV just getting beat up. And now he's not getting squashed, but if he's just going to continue losing on TV... How great is this man? You know, how, how, how can somebody like me who haven't seen him that much, you know, be shown? oh, he's actually really good. How come he's not? Because if I see him lose all the time, what is, I haven't seen him even successfully hit his finishing move, to be honest with you, on AEW television. YouTube, that's probably a different story. You know, he's probably, he's probably kicking everybody's ass on the YouTube. I can kick somebody's ass on YouTube. So it's just, I don't understand, but as soon as you get to TV, it's nothing. And so I knew when this match started in the, from the beginning, it wasn't, this wasn't going to be what I thought it was. Jay Lethal wasn't going to be winning this at all. It, Excalibur, Excalibur even said, uh, his exact words was, what a shocking, what would be a, it would be a shocking victory if Jay Lethal wins over the former AEW champion, John Moxley. And so pretty much he, he just shat. On Jay Lethal's whole legendary career status, and the reason why I say that is because I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but Jim Ross had to step in. He's like both athletes are talented and both can be champions in their own right. Like trying, he's trying to like push both of them. He's trying to uh, uh, put not push. He's trying to get both of them over because Escalibur pretty much tried to just shit on Jay Lethal's whole career. He's just saying, oh, this would be an upset if he beats John Moxley and. Well, like Jim Ross is like, bro, I man, I've been following this man's whole career. John Mosley would be lucky if Jay Lee he ain't saying this, but it's making it seem like John, Jim Ross, he came to the rescue, pretty much, and the, from our side, from the TV side, because he had to step up and say, look, no, these both of these men are talented. Both of these, they'll be sleeping on Jay Lethal. If it wasn't for Jim Ross saying that, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would have just. Been like, oh, this is an upset. What did Jay Lethal do? And Because then, then they just expected Jay Lethal to lose. And he did. He lost. And that's not, it's not a bad loss. It wasn't horrible. John Moxley hit, the, hit, hit his finishing move, the paradigm shift, and it was quick. Uh, Lethal kept attacking Moxley's leg, and Moxley struggled to hit his finishing move for a minute. And so Lethal's a really great athlete. I love everything I see from him in the ring. I just want to see him get some wins on TV. I don't want to go to YouTube to watch him fight some No Offense to watch him fight some nobody that's going to be a somebody, but right now he's a nobody right now. And it doesn't make any sense. How are you going to, that's not pushing nobody. I'm not excited. The reason why I don't watch YouTube is because these five minute squ- these what, <laughs> these 10 minute squash matches should be at least two and a half. I shouldn't have to sit there and watch Adam Cole fight somebody I've never heard of for 15 minutes on YouTube. That doesn't make any type of sense. And then, oh, I'm no, I'm rank number one because I go 15 minutes with some nobody. Man, put me in the ring with one of these dudes. Let me la- if I could last at least five minutes, give me five with anybody in the AEW roster. Tony, consign me, sign me. I'm putting this on the record because that's that's pretty much how I see uh, the YouTube, U- AEW, Dark, and Elevation. That's just. There's no excitement in it. As soon as you see the the name, the guy with a name walk in, you know he's gonna get a win. And there's somebody in the corner, already in the ring with no entrance, sitting there like, man, I'm just ready to get my ass beat already. Like, dang, what's the? i mean, I just went, I just went so far right on this. Like, this has been, I'm so this is supposed to be an AEW you no know, review today, but FTR took on the Gun Club, Austin Club. Austin Gunn, Austin Gunn, and Colton Gunn with Billy Gunn, of course. And so it's crazy because MJF honestly came in and he went on commentary. So obviously FTR is like, man, we just told you not to, you know, get get out the way. Like you, you're pretty much in our business. We want to get far away from this as possible. And so uh, MJF comes in, he sits down, and he's like, he says, Jim Ross, like. He just said something horrible. He was like, "I thought I told you, like, get the get the cotton webs out of your ears. I, you know, I thought you would remember something like this." And Jim Ross says, I, I, "Well, I tried to erase negativity out of my life, <laughs> like so so polite. Like he's just like, well, I would have remembered, but I just I just erased negativity out of my life. Like if that's if that's not the most polite old head thing to say, shout out to Jim Ross for that. I got a bunch of Jim Ross quotes that I just love. I just I always always write them down because man, that dude's a gem. But uh, Billy Gunn." Hit Cash with the loudest forearm. He said, eat that, bitch. I was like, I mean, cool. <laughs> like, that's, like, I mean, I guess that's cool. You got to get hyped for that. But MJF says right after that, Aubrey is the worst ref of all time. If that isn't the quote of the, the, the year, like Aubrey is hot dog water when it comes to uh, being a ref. She don't see anything. She don't hear anything. She don't feel anything. She she I don't even like she she can do nothing. She can't you, you it's just it's despicable. It's awful. I don't understand how she's getting a check, to be honest with you. She makes she she just gives she gives AEW wrestlers a bad name. I'm sorry to say it. But it I mean it's it's foolish. Every Billy Gunn interfered in this match multiple times. He even held one of his son's hands while they were in the ring, you know, stopping the move from happening. So stopping a roller pin from happening. So it's like, and she didn't even disqualify them. Like, how was you getting this much interference? She didn't even eject them. She's hot dog water. So Warlow comes in. Warlow's coming from uh backstage and he's like walking to the arena, walking. He gets in and he's beating up a uh, hella, he's beating up hella security guards as he's going through. He's He murdered three of them. And then as he finally gets to like ringside, like 20 security guards, just carry him out. Remember, remember that. Remember that when I get to this next segment, because 20 security guards carried out Warlow. So after that happened, FTR got the win and then they got pissed off at MJF. So MJF finally calmed him down. He was like, hey, 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 we got this. You know, we're together. It's, It's fine. We got this. So a little bit after, just a small little, uh, insert of um, the promo a uh, promo uh, happened between Powerhouse Hobbs and Keith Lee their little uh video vignette and powerhouse Hobbs says you talking about basket my glory you can basket kissing my ass <laughs> I was like what <laughs> what man buddy made me stop eating my cereal I was like you are trying you can do what in his wound, man bro you can nah I'm sorry powerhouse Hobbs you gotta I'm sorry boom tup, tup. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, after that, uh, the Chris Jericho Appreciation Society talked about just nothing. Talked about absolutely nothing. And uh, Garcia said that they future-endeavored the Dark Order, and they took out Santana and Ortiz. But I love Minert because... Minute, uh, they would ask him, like, hey, what's over there?" He, you know, oh, you want to know what's over there. You want to know what's over there? It's a whole lot of nothing. Just a whole lot of nothing. Like he's just so like exaggerated. He's just so extra, foolishness. And then Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz actually came through and jumped everybody. And then they went from the backstage arena to the ring. And then pretty much the numbers game took a hold of Santana, Ortiz, and and Kingston. And they, they pretty much got their ass beat for 10 minutes. I mean, it wasn't 10 minutes, but it felt like, man, it felt like 10 minutes. And it was so extra because, like, Chris Jericho, somebody had Eddie Kingston in a Boston Crab. While he was in a Boston Crab, Chris Jericho have, had a bat. And he's just pummeling Eddie Kingston with a bat on his back. While he's having, while he's in this Boston crab, I'm like, if this isn't overkill, like I'm like, this is so extra for no reason. Why did you need to have all that in the end? The, the the bat the bat shots didn't even look all that good. I said bat shots. The bat shots didn't look all that good either. So it's like it didn't even. It was lame. It was lame. It was extra, and it took forever. And then it finally ended because they threw Eddie Kingston. At Chris Jericho and he hit him with a spinning back fist. He hit him with his uh move. And then they oh no, I lied. Because then they got Eddie Kingston again and kind of picked him up. And then Chris Jericho gave him a whooping. A whooping. He grabbed his belt and whooped him. He whooped a lot, he whooped a grown man. I'm not now it ain't what you think it is. It ain't like a little kid. He slapped, he just, you know, whooped him in his back a couple times. But the way you seen it from the camera angle, yeah, he gave Buddy a whooping. He gave Buddy a whooping, and that was it. I hated every single bit of this because this was this was just garbage. I'm not a Chris Jericho fan right now to begin with, so it was trash. It was trash, and it took too long, and it was foolish. Nobody cares about the Chris Jericho Appreciation Society. Nobody wants to join, and if you do want to join, you're just a weirdo. Byron Danielson went up against Wheeler Yuta. This match was just full-on a bunch of uh, locks, a bunch of face locks, a bunch of wrestling holds. It was, it was ridiculous. Just technic, technic, just technically sound wrestling. it was, it was beautiful. And then Willa Yuta just had—he just had so much confidence. He had uh, Brian Danielson in an uh, ankle lock, and but he the way he had his ankle lock, he he was he was laying on his head, and he had his arms folded. Like man, this shit too easy, brother. Like oh man, Yuta Yuta was going crazy. They were switching all back and forth in the reversals, and then uh, finally. Brian Danielson knees this man in the face. He needs Willie. Uda. He gives him the flying knee. And the way this camera, I love being a, a wrestling fan to know all the insides and outs, because as the camera angle is looking at Brian Danielson, he looks over at the ref. He talks to the ref. The camera switches over to the, uh, it switches over to the hard camera. So you see the ref walk over to Willie Yuta and he's talking to Willa Auda. And he's probably telling them what Brian Daniel is about to, you know, try he's he's the communicator. And so as he's saying that, Willa Auda nods his head, yes, okay, bet. Like, he didn't say bet, but he's just like, yeah, okay. So for me to like see that and to me to know what's going on, I'm like, wow. Brian Daniel, like the just the communication throughout it all was just incredible. Like, it wasn't incredible. I mean, it's it's kind of st- it's kind of fucked up that I know that, you know. It's, it's it's fucked up that I noticed that because like it's it's a bad look on the director, you know. And I could be wrong. If you if you think I'm wrong, Mitch, say it in the comments. Just leave it in the comment section on Twitter, Instagram, on the on Spotify. And so, I don't know if you can even leave comments on Spotify, but you could try if you're that pissed off. But anyway, like it was it was it was crazy. And after that, uh, Brian Daniel said obviously he was grab, he grabbed his arms. He grabbed uh Willie Uda's hands. Willie Uta's, gonna you know, land down. He's about to get his head kicked in. Willie Uta spits and Brian Danielson's face. Ew! Brian Danielson but just begins to just kick the dog shit out of this man's face and then just beat he just beats the dog shit He just he just he just beat the crap out of him. You know, he just uh kicked him in his face a couple times and then he hit him with the gotch- hit him with a gotch-style pile driver, and then he hit him with a just a ridiculous LaBelle lock after he just spit in his face like ten times. So I was like. Why is this still so brutal? And then William Regal, I'm just so impressed with what Will and did. This man just got, what? My man's purple in the face right now. Like, this is, this is disgusting. And everybody's just like, what a match. This is, this was amazing. No, this was, I mean, it was cool. It was a great match. It was a good match. But like, man, Jesus Christ, what kind of, are we heathens? Are we heathens? The Undisputed Elite had their championship celebration. Why do they have a championship celebration? They're not the champions. But they stole the belts, so they decided to have a celebration. That's childish. That's stupid, idiotic, and a waste of time. Kyle O'Reilly was talking, and then he was like, oh, "I forgot what I was going to say. I, I drank too much champagne. I gotta sit down. What you celebrating for? Like it's 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 a it's it's hot dog water." And obviously, they said that uh, the Jurassic Express and Adam Page wasn't there tonight, but surprise, brother, they was, and they obviously beat the crap out of them. So that's how that ended Thunder Rosa came out Had a really great uh, promo Just about being the, Mexi- being the First Mexican born world champion In history You know everything she's done And she demands Nyla Rose uh, either, either she gonna talk Or we are gonna fight You know it is what it is And so either way next week Thunder Rosa gonna be there So now they're gonna be face to face And Rosa's really good I really like her I really like everything she does. I like her in the ring, and sometimes she stumbles over her words, but you know exactly what she's trying to say. FTR was backstage. Cash said they was going to win the Ring of Honor tag titles on Friday when they go against, well, what's their names? I'm not saying this in a disrespectful way because I had the names in my head. The Briscoe brothers. The Briscoe brothers taking on FTR. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. I'm actually, to be honest with y'all, I don't care if my boss listening. I'm calling off work early. You heard that? VTO. VTO me. Because I ain't going to be there. I'm going straight home to watch this Ring of Honor tag titles match. FTR taking on the Briscoe Brothers. But they said after that, after they handled their business with that, they wanted to see who's the best tag team of all time. And they're going to challenge the Young Bucks to determine the greatest tag team of all time. We're going to get a second match from them. Because that first match, I didn't like it. I'm sorry. Um, Owen Hart Foundation Tournament qualifier match. The Bunny was in. We didn't know who was coming out, but Tony Storm came out. And Tony Storm should have just wiped. What well, she should have she just wiped the floor with her. I'm sorry. Like the Bunny, I haven't seen. I, I watched her in, on YouTube, and I still don't, I'm still not impressed with it. And she's gonna win a match on YouTube because she just lost right now on TV. So if you if you if you're listening, put this down. Either she won a couple days ago, or she's going to win in a couple days. Write this down. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. But Tony Storm won, as she should. It was a good, but it was a decent match. So I'm not, I'm not too mad. And Tony Storm, welcome to AEW. Glad to have you. And the, the main event, Darby Allin taking on Andrade El Idolo. This match was amazing, man. This match was just so back and forth. Andrade is huge. Like he looks so like skinny. Not not trying to body shame this man, but he just looked a little skinnier in WWE. But when he takes off his suit and he takes off his mask and he's like, it just looks like he was compressed into his suit. And then when he takes the suit out, it's like a it's like when you like push a marshmallow down. <laughs> when you push a marshmallow down and then like rise up. When you like yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I'm not trying to compare this man to a marshmallow because that's kind of disrespectful considering like the muscle mass and all that. But yeah. That's that's exactly what I thought of when I see that man. So, it's crazy. It's it's just crazy. The the match really started off with the quickness. As soon as Darby skateboarded to the ring, Andrade just springboarded and they just dove on him. And they went back and forth until they finally got in the ring. They settled things, and man, it was it was pretty good. Uh, Andrade came away with the win after a couple of interferences from from the butcher and the blade. And uh from his uh no, yeah, just the butcher and the blade. <laughs> the butcher and the blade came out, and it was only sting there with uh Darby. So it was kind of Darby's sting was kind of stuck. And again, Jim Ross with the commentary of the day. You know, the Butcher and the Blade. After Andrade came through with the win, he had his finishing move on Darby. The Butcher and the Blade came through, and attacked Darby, and this, we literally have a minute left into the show, This literally, on my, on my side of town, it's 6.59, so it's 6.59, Matt, like, show's literally about to end, and then the Butcher and the Blade just attacked Darby, and the, and Jim Ross, exact words, come on now, we get it, you have the numbers game, do we have to do this all the time, and he's right, he's always right, why do we have to, every time there's a a decent advantage or a group going against a, you know, a smaller group. Why is it, hey man, we just got to jump these guys over here just because like, no, there's no reason to, especially when the, when you're, when your main top guy already won. What's the point? Why, why is everything so over? AEW is where you go for overkill. AEW is the definition of overkill. I told this to Devin the other day, uh, because the, the Hardys are going against the Butcher and the Blade in a tables match next Wednesday. And I told Devin, man, AEW is just playing on my GMO. Because on my GMO, you got to spam a bunch of TLC matches, Hell in a Cell matches, Extreme Rules matches, just to get a two-star match. So it's like, god damn. But AEW, it feels like there's always a table match. There's always a ladder. Somebody's got to go through a table. There's, somebody's got to get. That's the thing. I remember. I was going to say somebody always gets carted off by security. Uh, Warlow warlow got carried out by 20 security guards afterwards was the chris jericho segment where chris jericho was just mangling three guys with a bat how come security wasn't there oh because they was too busy carrying warlow out i bet they carried warlow out the building close the door man i'm glad we got that over with looked at the monitor just seen chris jericho murdering people with a bat like god what we do we suck at our job? Aubrey, like, shit, we probably do suck at our job. We all suck. God damn. I ain't mean to get that angry at it. It's just, man, like, this nothing is just it, everything's just so weird. Everybody always has to get their ass beat to the extremest level possible. And no, there's no help. And even, even, even when there is help, where's Darby and Sting? And then when Darby and Sting get their ass beat, they, they lucky Jeff here. Matt wasn't going to save y'all by himself. If Jeff wasn't here, Darby and Sting would have just got their ass beat. Darby and Sting are usually the heroes saving people from getting their ass beat. When they get their ass beat, nobody show up. They thankful Jeff Hardy here. But that was AEW Dynamite. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be on YouTube Live, me and Devin Will. And we're going to go through our WrestleMania predictions. Our NXT stand. Devin's going to go over NXT stand to deliver. I might just go over the Ring of Honor um, match card. It's gonna be amazing. We go, we have a long, long week ahead of us on the road to WrestleMania. Look, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn.